This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 688 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com, bringing you the whole universe of equestrian shopping. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Elizabeth McMillan, the founder of EquestrianProfessional.com. EquestrianProfessional.com is the site for people in the horse business providing affordable horse business education and marketing tools specifically for horse professionals. Today's tip, really bad marketing and how to avoid it. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. This week we're talking about the Equestrian Collection Savvy Shopper email newsletter. Here at Equestrian Collections, we send out a newsletter twice a month with interesting information and really good information from our vets and people around the globe that have good information for your horse and yourself. For instance, one of our employees was involved in the fire in Colorado, and she sent out information on how to prepare for evacuation. So there's all kinds of really pertinent information that we send out in our newsletter. That's twice a month. And every Friday, we send out a sales flyer so our savvy shoppers get all the updated information about the sales that we have on our website. In order to sign up for Savvy Shopper, you just go to the website, and on the front page, on the home page, down there about halfway down, it says sign up for exclusive emails. Now, when you sign up, don't worry about We do not sell your emails. We don't do anything except for send out this information to you, to the email that you give us. And it's very easy if you move or, or anything and you want to change your email address, you can just reply to that and we can take care of it for you. But it has lots of the vet. We have a vet um, on call that actually writes for us. The one where um, our employee was involved with the fires in Colorado, it had a, a companion piece from the vet on what to do about burns. So it's just really pertinent information and that we would like for our customers to have at the tip of their fingers. And I want to also mention that on in our on our website under our help button, you'll have a whole list on the right hand side of all the older ones that the vet has done and that we've had on there. So if you have a question on, uh, for instance, how hot is too hot to ride, how cold is too cold to ride, what to do about overheating horses, anything like that, it's all right there at your fingertips anytime you want it at www.equestriancollections.com. Welcome back, Elizabeth McMillan, founder of Equestrian Professional Singular dot com. I want to put on the S, an S on the end all the time, and I'm sorry. EquestrianProfessional dot com, where you can get fantastic information about sound, successful business practices that are directly for us horse folks. And thank you very much for doing that, Elizabeth. Well, thanks for having me. What have you got for us today? Okay, I have something called, how wrong does this get? 
or Uh-oh. can this get? <laughs> Uh-oh. And I have for you, it's real, folks. This is real. This is a, an email that a friend of mine forwarded it to me. Oh, with, does, um, does this fall into the category of you can't make this stuff up? It, it does. It, it is exactly. That should be the title. Um, so anyway, I'm just going to read it to you to the listeners here and then um we'll talk we'll take apart how 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 many ways it's so very wrong okay okay so the title is it's an ad that was on craigslist and i know it's not always the best ads on there but this one kind of takes the cake we need borders for our horse farm asap dash 250 dollars the ad reads hi me and my husband desperately need several horses to board at our farm asap we have rent to pay soon and need serious clients. Please call us at the following numbers for more info. Um, and then uh, I, I can't read the rest because it's the farm names but um, and phone numbers and stuff like that. So I'm not going to share that. But uh, I think, Jennifer, right now we both kind of are have cringed yes i'm going oh my (laughs) gosh so of course (laughs) you know the first thing i think that stands out is that what kind of marketing is that you know we need to pay our rent so come put your horses with us and then two you know you've got this so horrible marketing because it's not about it's all about what the the business wants or the people want and also they say I mean desperately need several horses I mean that's really scary you're really going to trust them to throw yeah exactly I I got, you got to so. the end the end of that yeah. ad and I thought oh I feel sit- terribly sorry for those folks but I don't think I want to put my horse there yeah if they're struggling to pay their rent I mean what what are they going to pay first their rent or their hay bill I don't know so anyhow so there's so there's the marketing piece of it um, which. You know, basically, your marketing always needs to be from the customer's point of view. You're generally going to be using you statements like, here's what's in it for you. You can, not here's what's in it for me. So, I mean, there's that. But the other piece of it that really struck me and I know strikes other horse, uh, other barn owners and boarding stable operators just, just as a stab to the gut is the price. So they've got these other barns competing with them, and they're they're competing with them on price, and they're undercutting board like two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, that's really not enough, um, you know, to charge for paddock or stall board, you know, for sure. And I'm doubting that it's pasture. So, and also, you know, there, I know I've been hearing about some pretty inexpensive pasture as as well. But all of those things, the problem is, is that. You cannot compete on price. When horse businesses start trying to compete on price, what ends up happening with these really underpriced ones is that, and if you're doing it yourself, is that if you're not making a profit, and I'm going to say this twice, if you're not making a profit, you are paying your customers to ride, board, or train with you. Because think about it. If you're not making a profit and it's time to pay your bills, and there's not enough money in your business account to do that, you're going to have to dip into your savings or you're going to have to dip into your your, uh, credit cards, something like that. You're probably going to start charging things on your cards. And what that means is that you are literally paying the difference between what your clients are paying and what it's costing you. So you're in, in essence, you are paying them to be your customers. Now, if you would like to be out on the show circuit competing yourself. Do you really want to be paying for somebody else to do that instead of you? I mean, I think your dollars should go back into you 
for one thing. And also, the other thing to realize is that late payment customers that pay late because the profit margins can be so slim can actually kind of equate to the same thing because if you don't get paid on time and you don't have enough money in your account to pay for this bill or that bill and it goes on your credit card and that gets rolled over at interest again, your business, what's happening with your business is that you are essentially playing bank for your customers. Yeah. So don't compete on price. The other thing is, is if you see a part that's undercutting, be really glad when customers go to them because at that 250, let's say if that were a stall and if they had, um, they probably don't have any liability insurance. Um, I'm going to guess at that and probably not, you know, if they're, if they're feeding the horses any reasonable amount and bedding and that type of thing, they're probably losing between $75 and $100 per horse at least and, and perhaps more depending on their other expenses. So I know a lot of pe people are thinking, okay, well, I'm going to lower my prices so that I can stay competitive with other barns during this economy. Don't do that. <laughs> this is um I mean this is a little bit tongue in cheek but the thing is is think about it this way the more clients they have the more money they're losing every month the faster they're going to go out of business well yeah there's it that whole makes sense to compete on price that whole thing that oh well I'll I'll make up for the I'll make up for it <laughs> in volume well when you're taking care of animals that that's kind of a dicey theory because it takes lots of time it's not like you're selling widgets Right. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm gonna I took notes because I need to take notes because I have the memory like a sieve. So we're going to I've learned from this ad, thank to thanks to Elizabeth. <laughs> the the time value of money. <laughs> if you yeah. are out there working hard and you're not making a profit, the you are paying those people to take care of their horses. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, you just, your, just your time costs through. money, right? Yeah. Well, and also if you're if you're not making a profit, most of the time people are dipping into their savings and then they're working their tail off. So really, you would be better off to just go get a minimum wage job and write your clients a check. There you go. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And the second part of that one, the um, undercutting on the price, mm -hmm. learn what a profit loss statement or sheet is mm -hmm. and keep one for your business. And I'm, I'm pointing this out because I do not have a math chip. I have to have lots of help because I do the accounting for our business. And online, there's this handy dandy little program called Quicken and it does it all for you. <laughs> so if you can manage to actually write things down in a computer, which consists of typing and it's really easy, um, you can get the world's cheapest, if not free, computer program to create profit loss statements for you so you will actually know whether or not you are making a profit because you might not be the cheapest board in town. You might be considerably above the cheapest board in town, but you still might not be making right. a profit still at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's really true. One of the things we have on the question professional side is we have a – is it all, we have calculators on there, and one is a profit margin calculator. And why <gasps> I like it is what it lets you do is experiment with different scenarios. Because in the horse business, typically what you have are fixed expenses, which are things like your rent or mortgage if you have that. Um, 
you know, some of your utilities, things like that, things that don't change with the number of horses there. Then you have variable expenses, and that can be feed and shavings for sure go in that category. Sometimes labor, although typically I view labor as a fixed expense, but what it'll let you do is really see most barns, so far as boarding, the boarding part, have what I call magic numbers. They're profitable at, say, 20 or 25 horses, but not at 30, because if they hit 30, they have to, say, maybe hire a second guy to work. Precisely. And the fixed expenses get too high. Or the thing is, is that they're, they're profitable at 22, but not 17 horses. Right. So it does come down to that. You need to know what your magic, what your magic numbers are. And then also really think about um, the cash flow aspect of it, because that can, even a barn that thinks that, you know, on paper, they look good. If that money isn't coming in on time, it doesn't have the same value because if it comes in late and it causes you to be late on a bill, then that money can, that can often be your profit margin right there or more. Right. Your profit margin just went out in late pay fees to all of the utilities. Right. There it went. Exactly. Or, or it damages your credit because mm-hmm. you are behind you're late on, on your things. bills. Yeah. Right. And, it, it, and if it damages your credit, that damages your, your ability to finance your business. Right. Yeah, well, great stuff once again, Elizabeth. So we're going to go to equestrianprofessionalsingular.com where you have some really valuable um, tools to help folks in the horse business become better at keeping track of the numbers and seeing what the real meaning of those numbers is because we don't want folks listening to Horse Tip Daily to be writing ads like the one you just read. <laughs> Well, thanks for, thanks for having me, Jennifer. It's always a blast. <laughs> You're welcome. This has been great fun. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Well, there you go. To listen to all of Elizabeth's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also visit equestrianprofessional.com and check out the impressive array of sound-as-a-dollar horse business info she has there. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com, bringing the whole universe of equestrian shopping right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.